Hi, welcome to the Codcast, Commonwealth Magazine's weekly podcast of politics and policy and the people who influence and impact both. I'm Commonwealth Magazine reporter Jack Sullivan. You can call it a bridge over troubled waters, and it would be an apt metaphor in many ways. Boston Mayor Marty Walsh has announced he plans to rebuild the Long Island Bridge so the city can open addiction treatment and recovery campus on the Harbor Island. But in order to build it, Walsh will have to go through Quincy, literally and figuratively. And residents and officials there are none too happy about what they thought was a dead issue after the old decaying bridge, which had been a 60-year contentious issue, was closed in 2014 and dismantled. Joining us today is Quincy Mayor Tom Koch, who has vowed to stop Boston from using their roads to build or access the bridge. Welcome, Mayor Koch. Thank you. Glad to be here, Jack. Uh, Mayor, Boston says it will build a bridge on land and then float the sections out to the existing stanchions that are there, so it minimizes the uh, construction traffic that will be going through the Squantum neighborhood, uh, the, the piece that has a lot of the residents and a lot of the officials worried. Does that ease your mind, any about the uh, project? No, not at all. I mean, the, the reality is uh, we don't want a bridge, and we don't want a bridge because we don't want the traffic coming through our streets in our neighborhoods to access the bridge. It has nothing to do with what they do with the island, what they use the island for. It is the access issue, the transportation to the island. Well, for the bridge was built in 1951, and it, and it did exist there for more than 60 years. Has this been an ongoing problem, or is it something that has developed over the years? It was It was always an issue, and, and, I, and I think in fairness to the people of uh, Squanum, because I've heard comments made uh, about it. Uh, you know, when you look at the history of Long Island and Moon Island, uh, Moon Island, you may recall, Jack, before the MWR was created, they had all kinds of sewage vats where Boston sewage would put into these vats. And then at the, as the tide goes out, they'd be released uh, into Quincy Bay. Uh, in addition on Moon Island is the shooting range for the Boston Police Department, a practice facility. And training, so that the, the neighbors hear the shots fired uh, frequently out there, uh, abutting that area. And then you've got the fire academy, which is an important training facility for Boston Fire, uh, which also has some adverse effects when they're doing their smoke things and so forth to the neighborhood. So it's not like we haven't been a uh, you know a neighbor that has been cooperative with Boston for a long, long time. Uh, the reality is, before the bridge was built, they ferried people to the island. In fact, since the bridge has been down, they've been ferrying the kids to the summer camp on a regular basis, the inner city kids, which is a, was a great program or is a great program that was started by Tom and Eno. Um, so there's a history of ferrying to the island. I don't know why in this day and age where we have uh, cities all around the world that are port cities that do uh, water transportation on a regular basis. I don't know why we in Boston Harbor can't do the same. Let's uh, let, let's take a step back here, Mayor, uh, for people who, who may be unfamiliar with why this is an issue um, involving Quincy. Uh, Long Island is in Boston. Uh, Moon Island is owned by Boston. What is the um, uh, what is the problem with Quincy? What, what is it that they have to do with you guys to access that? Well, um, you're right. Moon Island is owned by Boston, but Moon Island is in Quincy in Norfolk County. The the county line was the center of the bridge or the center of the water between Moon and Long Island. So it becomes Suffolk County uh, as part of Boston uh, when you get out halfway towards Long Island. So being uh, with Moon Island being in Quincy, obviously the footings for the bridge and the connections to the bridge 
would be in Moon Island. They'll have to deal with the Quincy Conservation Commission, as well as all of the other regulatory agencies at the state and federal level. Um, so it is a little bit complicated, um, and that's why we've engaged uh, some environmental attorneys and engineers and we put a team together to be looking at every aspect of this. But so, it, you know, Moon Island is owned by Boston, but it's in Quincy. Long Island is owned by Boston and it's in Boston. So why why can't Quincy just say, no, you can't drive over these roads or, or these are one ways or this is resident only? I mean, what what is the problem that that you guys are have your hands tied? Well, we have. Um, you know, under the under any restrictions on roads, uh, they have to meet with uh, mass standards, mass dot standards. So, uh, you know, we just can't invent our own application of a restriction on roadway. It's got to be something that is allowable under the statute relating to to these things. For example, we we introduced the ordinance that restricts uh, commercial vehicles a certain weight to be going out there. That's clearly allowable under the state statutes. Um, beyond that is something we're looking at, Jack. And that's part of what the legal team's looking at as part of our strategy is what can we do as a city um, to restrict traffic flow, period, out there, uh, in addition to what we can do uh, literally to slow up the process or stop the process at every touch they have to make at all these agencies. So, um, you know, we're looking at all that as part of our strategy with our experts and our team. Well, what what are the options, Mayor? Are they are they legal? Are they regulatory? Are they a combination of both? I think it's a combination of both. Um, you know, I you know an issue like this, and certainly being involved in a number of permitting issues in Quincy, even uh, a simple seawall to get it repaired, it took us you know a year to get permits to repair our own seawall. So, we you know, their timetable of a year for permits seems to me to be very very aggressive. Uh, I, you know, I've, there's various touches, whether it's the local conservation, I got to believe DEP and coastal manage, coastal zone management and EPA and Army Corps and Coast Guard. Uh, there's a myriad of agencies that I think have to touch this. So, um, you know, that, that could be a friend to Quincy through this process. And uh, we'll be looking to inject ourselves every step of the way where there is a public process. There, there are people, uh, Mayor, not... I have not heard this specifically from Boston officials, but there are advocates for uh, people in recovery and social services who say that this is just a matter of nimbyism uh, with Quincy, that, you know, the residents and and Quincy officials don't want, you know, quote unquote, those kinds of people um, to to drive through their roads. Any uh, truth to that? Well, let me me put it this way, Jack. You know, uh, since I've been mayor... We've opened all kinds of new facilities in Quincy, beds for treatment, detox centers, sober homes. You know, the city has had a long history with the Father Bill's uh, shelter, uh, homeless shelter. We've been doing our part on these issues as a society. In fact, when, you know, when the Phoenix House came to Quincy at an old nursing home for 64 beds, there was 700 people in that auditorium, about 500 of them against putting it there. I stood in front of that audience and said, this is a facility we need. We need this for our kids, for our neighbor's kids, for our family members. This is a problem in society and we lack beds. So I'm not going to take a back seat to anybody on this issue. That is baloney. In fact, I would argue uh, Boston's being the NIMBY one. Hey, isn't it convenient they could put these people out on an island? Then they don't have to be in our neighborhoods. So, you know, let's stop that rhetoric. Do you do you think that there's other uh, motives at work here? Um, when I spoke, I've spoke with um, Councillor Ann Mahoney and Councillor uh, Bill Harris, um, who are more, two of the more vocal members of your uh, city council who have opposed uh, this, 
And and they think that there's something beyond just the recovery center here that, you know, this kind of investment uh, just doesn't make sense if it's strictly going to be that. Do you think that there's something more going on here? Uh, I think there is. That's certainly a reasonable ask. When you look at the amount of acreage on that island that would be available for development uh, and you're building a new bridge to that island, I think it certainly opens itself up for potential further development. And that is a concern. Um, the other issue is, you know, you could look at the uh, the drug addiction uh, programs. There's all different types. And, you know, the Gavin Foundation uh, over in South Boston, for example, they run a great, great program over there. They now are operating the old Phoenix House in Quincy, great organization. But a lot of the folks I, I certainly know in the Gavin House, these these men go out and work every day, and then they come back and they stay in that facility, and they, you know, they have their programs and, and treatment and so forth. But they go out every day to work. So if if it's that kind of a campus at Long Island, you could be generating hundreds of cars each and every day coming through uh, the streets of Quincy. So you know, it it's it's the access. Um, to the island that is most concerning. What Boston decides to do with the island is is certainly their business. Having said that, it's a big island. And once the bridge goes in, who's to stop anything else from being developed out there? In, in 2014, uh, the state declared that the bridge was unsafe and uh, Mayor Walsh uh, closed it down, moved everybody out of there uh, pretty much overnight. Um, and then uh, the, you know, a little later in 2015, dismantled it. There hasn't been a lot of talk between then and early this year. Um, as a matter of fact, I wrote a story last year um, that indicated, or, or from my, my discussions with people, that, that it was pretty much a dead issue, that there wasn't anything uh, happening with it and likely wouldn't be rebuilt. Uh, Mayor Walsh had said at the time that, you know, they were able to uh, find beds for everybody that had been displaced and the programs and the services were um, renewed on land. In January, there was a call to you from Mayor Walsh just prior to his State of the City address telling you that he was going to be bringing this up as uh, as one of his plans in his speech. Had there been any discussion to that point and has there been any substantive discussion since then on this? Or were you of the idea that it, it was just a non-starter? I honestly thought it was a dead issue. Uh, I was really taken back by the phone call uh, from Marty back then just before, I think it was a day or two before he gave his State of the City, as you say. Uh, I was really quite surprised. And uh, so, it, you know, when he announced that and the work that's been done, I got to believe, you know, there were certainly conversations and planning sessions long before he called me. And, and in that phone call, and, and look, Monty was the state rep, and he represented a precinct in Quincy. You know, I supported him uh, when he ran for mayor of Boston. Uh, you know, I personally like Marty, but but I've really been disappointed on this. And I, I think this speaks to a uh, that issue that has been long, uh, long an issue between our communities, and that is Boston answers to a different set of rules. Boston is Boston. They get all kinds of special legislation. Boston does what they want. I don't think they really give two hoots uh, about the neighbors south of, of the border. I really don't. Uh, they're going to do what they're going to do because that's that's Boston, and, they, and, and they're going to do it. So um, so I was disappointed, and there have been no subsequent discussions. Uh, I've seen Mighty on a couple of occasions on other issues at other meetings with other mayors, um, and there has been there has been no discussions. Look, they, they, out, they just outright dismissed uh, – the ferry option. And, uh, you know, if they wish, if they had shown any respect to the city of Quincy, it would have been, okay, 
sit down with representatives from the city, namely the two chief executives, and try to talk about this issue and how, how can we alleviate these issues or let's vet the issue of ferry. I was reje- it was rejected supposedly because of public safety reasons. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you know, uh, a ferry uh, uh, terminal and, and, and certainly a service would be far cheaper than the tens of millions of dollars they're going to be spending on the bridge. Then the other question is, and it's, and it's not my money, but it's, this is something the Boston City Council would have to be worried about, is how many millions are going to have to spend on those buildings out there? That is an old, old facility, the old Long Island Chronic Disease Hospital with old wards, and uh, those have been vacant for several years. Uh, i got to believe they need tens of millions of dollars worth of work. So you're in the hundreds of millions of dollars without exaggeration between the bridge and the buildings uh, out there. So i I got to believe there is more to the story. This, this, uh, you know, I, I, uh, in just what you talked about with a couple of city councilors, uh, you know, are there plans for, for more development out there? And once the bridge is built, even if there are no plans now, Jack, I mean, certainly if the city of Boston down the road decided to, to do some more things out there, the, at that point, the bridge is built. How do we stop them? Well, they say... In their press briefing uh, on Tuesday, um, Chris Osgood, who is Mayor Walsh's chief of streets, uh, said that the the bridge as designed will last for 75 years. Um, do you think that there's going to be a recovery campus out there 75 years from now? Boy, that's, uh, that's a good question. I don't have a crystal ball. Even if there's a recovery campus there, there's still a lot of acreage, uh, acreage left out there. Uh, so there could be a lot of development out there, whether it's for public use or a private development that pays Boston taxes, et cetera, et cetera. Long Island is a beautiful, beautiful location. Um, and it's uh, it's such a pretty spot when you're out there. You forget you're in an urban setting. Uh, and I know as part of the National Harbor Islands, it, it's part of that group. So I would be hope I would hope they'd be looking more at uh, more open space and, and uh, you know, recreational type uses. Um, so, you know, I, again, with this, there are cities all over the world that uh, live on the edge of an ocean and use water transportation. And uh, Boston is one of those port cities that could easily have a far more robust water taxi ferry service uh, that could serve not only Long Island, but get some of the commuters, uh, like, you know, the Hingham one's very successful, get more commuters off the road uh, and onto boats crossing the harbor to our various communities. So um, I think we're coming to that. The state's talked about it. The governor's talked about it. I think that will be happening. Long Island could be the hub for that. It'd be perfect for it. Um, Mayor, back back on this idea of the, um, you know, Boston is going to do what Boston is going to do. One of the... um, one of the notes that they continually hit upon is that drug addiction is a regional problem, and and this will be a regional facility. There will be people, not just from Boston, but from other places as well. Um, but my thought is, if you've got a regional facility, that you're going to be having regional talks. Um, but this seems to be that Boston is, or, or at least from what I'm hearing from you and from others, Boston is making the decisions for the region. Is that any way that uh, that you're going to have a, a, a kind of um, camaraderie and a, and a kind of um, shared interest in this uh, kind of facility? Well, I, I, I mean, you stated that he's, you know, he and, and his spokespersons have indicated a regional facility. No, um, there's been no regional talks. There's not even talks going on between the two direct communities relating to the infrastructure to get to the island. So uh, I guess that's a great soundbite, but um, and, and certainly an issue that 
you know, the region, the Commonwealth, the entire nation should be concerned about. And I think if there's one thing we all agree on, no matter what side of the alley you're on, is, is the commitment to uh, the whole opioid fight that we're in right now, the epidemic with, that we're dealing with. So I think there's a lot of goodwill uh, toward the issue um, and a lot of political will toward the issue to assist. But, you know, there has been no uh, no planning that I'm aware of that uh, there's any regional approach to this. Um, you know, so I, we'll see what that happens, I guess, in that regard. Why don't we buy the Mount Ida College and, and do it there then? Um, it, well, actually, in, in the meeting yesterday, there was a couple of uh, – in the meeting Tuesday, there was a couple of uh, issues that were brought up. One is that uh, the Shattuck Hospital uh, could could act as a recovery center. Um, there's also uh, – you have a uh, facility uh, in Quincy, the old Quincy Medical Center, which is still uh, zoned for um, medical. Why couldn't something be done with that hundreds of millions of dollars in any of those places? Have you have you broached that? Have you thought about that? Well, um, just to make it clear, Quincy Medical is is not owned by the city. That that ceased, that arrangement ceased to exist in 1999. So there's been transactions of that property, uh, and it uh, it now is um, in a different. Uh, Stewart had owned it, but they sold it. Uh, there's currently the ED at the location, but. I don't think it's going to be there long term. Uh, and the, the site has been rezoned. I think you're going to see more housing uh, at that location, which obviously we need more housing in the metropolitan Boston area. Um, so that's the direction the owners are going with that site. So I don't see it happening there. No, I don't uh, know yeah. about Shattuck. I don't know about Minida College or other opportunities within uh, within the confines of the, of the region on land. You you had spoken about the cost of Boston. Um but now you're being forced to come up with some um, with some money to uh, pay for um, opposition to this and, and, and pay for Quincy's uh, seat at the table. Any idea what this is costing you guys? It's a good question, and I have no idea yet, Jack. I mean, we're we, you know we're early on. Um, you know, I we'll be in the tens of thousands, I'm sure, for for uh, for consultants, engineers, and lawyers that are not cheap, uh, but. Um, uh, you know, it's something we need to do as a community and make sure we're protecting our interests. How about uh, the the residents? Do you think you have the backing for them to from them to uh, do this kind of uh, um, opposition, uh, legal opposition, regulatory opposition? Well, I do. I mean, the, the council's been pretty unanimous uh, in their uh, you know deliberations and discussions or comments about it. Uh, you know, I've heard from a lot of residents. Uh, across the city, obviously more from Squanum and Marina Bay and North Quincy area than other parts of the city. Um, and I'm sure there's some people that live in other parts of the city that would say, ah, oh, the heck with Squanum. Uh, who cares that they build a bridge, you know? But the reality is, in general, overall, I believe that there is strong opposition by the city, by the residents of the city, uh, to a, a bridge to Long Island. Is is there any any possibility of, of you and uh, Mayor Walsh um, finding common ground in this um, with a bridge, or is is that just a complete non-starter? Well, I mean, <laughs> that's uh, that's a good point, Jack. Um, you know, any any uh, compromise, I guess, is, at least what I've read from reviewing some of the stories in the Boston paper, would be a compromise from the city uh, to allow Boston to build it somehow. Um, what what's a little frustrating and aggravating to me is there there needs to be a conversation, right? So there should be a conversation that would lead to perhaps negotiation, right? Negotiation then would lead to some kind of a deal or compromise. Uh, but we haven't even had the conversation. So in that conversation, I would have said to 
to Marty and to representative of his, his team would be, have we looked at water transportation and why have you rejected it? Share that information with us. Have we vetted that properly? Um, so, you know, we're, we're well beyond that. He pulled the trigger, told me he's building it, gave me the courtesy of a phone call. To, that was nice of him uh, to tell him they're going to build it uh, and then have a seat at the table. And, you know, months have gone by and we haven't heard anything from Boston other than what we read in the paper that they're filing uh, permits with the with the Boston Concom. So, you know, it's it's the old the old city of Boston. They do what they want. Uh, I don't think they really care about our concerns as a neighboring community. I really don't. And I say that respectfully. It, has this affected your relationship with uh, Mayor Walsh? I know that uh, prior to this, you, you've had a pretty uh, congenial, uh, you know, if not, like you said, you, you supported him uh, in his uh, race for uh, mayor. Has, has this affected your relationship, do you think? Um, you know, I hope not. I mean, I, you know, we don't, I've, I've seen him probably twice since the first of the year, and that's usually at Metro Mayor's meetings or Mass area planning council meetings talking about housing and other issues, um, you know, and he's always cordial and certainly uh, I'm respectful. Um, we don't go to dinner. We, you know, we don't socialize. So um, I don't have that close personal relationship. We certainly have a professional relationship, I guess, and that will continue. Um, you know, I'm a big boy. I'm not um, uh, I'm not one to, uh, you know, uh, give tantrums or or. Uh, <laughs> get crazy about things. I mean, he's got a position. He represents the city of Boston. I got a position and I got to represent and defend the, the residents of the city of Quincy. And that's, that's what it comes down to. All right. Hey, Mayor, thank you. Um, we've, uh, it's, it's been a pretty good conversation and I hope uh, people enjoyed it. Um, that's it for this episode of the podcast. I want to thank our guest, Quincy Mayor Tom Koch. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you, Jack. You it's could- been a, uh, been a joy. Uh, it always is, Mayor. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud or download it on iTunes. You can also go on to our website, www.commonwealthmagazine.org, and click on the fish. I'm Jack Sullivan. Thanks for listening, and join us again next week for another episode of the podcast. Oh,